outside beauty, you know, fades immediately. You know, I think kindness, a kind heart, um, somebody who you know wants to make a difference in somebody's life. You know, some, all of that, um, giving, um, you know, and and being present when you speak to somebody. All of these things are things that embody beauty on the on the inside and i think at the end of the day you know what what do you want to be remembered for hello beauty yes you join me host joyce platon as i chat with today's beauty wellness and lifestyle visionaries let's discover their motivating journey together as i merge my love for the art and my passion in revealing one's true inner beauty this episode is brought to you by cubby the perfect skincare routine that's simple and effective with just three essentials for healthy skin Shop the Covey routine at CoveySkin.com and get 10% off with code HelloBeauty. That's H-E-L-L-O-B-E-A-U-T-Y. To help spread the word of positive inner beauty, I invite you to please subscribe, rate, five stars would be lovely, and leave a review on Hello Beauty. This makes it easier for people to find the podcast. Thanks and enjoy this episode. Hey there, Joyce Baton here, and welcome to Hello Beauty. Today's special guest is Kirsten Kierwise. Kirsten is the founder of Kierwise, a high-performing, luxury, organic, and sustainable beauty brand. In this episode, Kirsten shares how growing up on a farm in Denmark and being an in-demand makeup artist who's worked for magazines like Vogue, Elle, and Mary Claire inspired her to create Kierwise. Welcome to Hello Beauty, Kirsten. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I am truly excited to to be speaking to you. So thanks again. My pleasure. And before we hit record, I was actually gushing about your brand that as a makeup artist, I've always used it for my photo shoots and it's always been part of my kit. And the brand that I'm talking about is your brand, CureWise. So I'm very excited to share with my listeners and viewers all about your brand and how it really led the charge in clean and sustainable beauty. Talk to me about your journey and how it led you to where you are today. Uh, thank you, Joyce. And, and it makes me so happy to hear that you're already using uh, the products. Um, it makes my heart sing. But yes, I mean, I, my background is similar to yours. I'm a makeup artist. I have been working in the field for many years, like over 20, 25 years. And I'm originally from Denmark. I grew up over there in, in a very um, different sort of set of, of environment on a farm, et cetera, and eventually um, went to a makeup school in Paris called Crescent Chevaux. Didn't really see that in the cards for myself, but uh, but I ended up loving it. You know, I ended up really enjoying the artistic aspect of it more than anything at that point in time. Uh, the painting, it was literally like painting, but it was just on somebody's face. And I started, you know, really working with it professionally, um, in sort of like the early 90s, late 80s. Um, and as you know, as a makeup artist, you really collect your favorite products from a variety of brands and that's what you carry around in your kit with you. And I just started to see, you know, firsthand that a lot of these products, and mind you, this is a long time ago, you know, mm -hmm. that a lot of them had some harsher 
chemicals in there, synthetics, that a lot of the women that I were, you know, was working on, they were having a hard time with all this product on their skin. And eventually I moved to the States. I moved over here in the late 90s. Um, and it just became more and more clear to me, not because I moved to the States, but somehow I think um, it was it was sort of like an overwhelming response of a lot of the models I you know, was working on were bringing their own products saying, I really know that I don't break out from this foundation or my eyes don't get runny from this mascara. Uh, and that led me to think this is absurdly normal that there were products that we considered I'm allergic to and kind of just put them aside, you know, and that really got me to think uh, I need to start looking at some alternative natural brands out there. Mm -hmm. But again, this is many years ago, you know, like this is uh, over 20 years ago, and there really wasn't much in the market. There were some of the beautiful German brands that we still know uh, to this day. Um, you know, they had some beautiful um, skincare products. They also had some beautiful um, performance on that front. But in terms of their makeup products, they weren't quite up to speed. Mm -hmm. So in essence, that kind of became my aha moment, really seeing that here's a beautiful formulation in the natural space. It's missing the performance. And I personally felt as well, it was missing the luxury experience of the packaging. I love design. I've always known that I was going to work in the creative space with design. Uh, it ended up being in makeup. But the, the, this idea that popped into my head was if I could really connect these two worlds into something that was uncompromising, I could potentially start something that was almost like a new category where you really checked all the boxes of you know, an all natural ingredients profile, perfect form, uh, perfect performance, and then tying it in with beautiful packaging as well. Yeah, that's amazing. So speaking of performance, I know there's a bit of misconception that clean products don't perform as well as their uh, conventional counterparts. Yeah. Um, how has your background as a makeup artist benefit in developing, you know, the clean and green products that CareWise are offering right now? Well, I think that's had uh, a huge uh, impact, you know, because, you know, when you have your hands in the clay, like you and I do as makeup artists mm -hmm. all the time, you really just get a feel for texture. You get mm -hmm. a feel for colors, you get a feel for the right slip. It can't be too oily, it can't be too greasy, it certainly can't be too dry. So that was um, just a great um, piece of information and sort of experience, you know, to bring into the equation when starting to formulate myself. Um, what is really different, you know, when you formulate in what I like to call nature's bounty mm -hmm. is that you're dealing with nature's raw materials, meaning no harvest is ever the same. So it's similar to being in the wine industry. You never have a wine that's exactly the same season after season. But the problem with makeup is you cannot have a, prop, a product that changes from season to season. If you have a product that has become a bestseller, a color, a texture that you have uh, a large audience that loves, it has to stay the same. And so that basically means 
you know, when you go into production, it could be that, uh, let's say an example of the shea butter, the shea butter can be quite versatile, um, but it also fluctuates in its fat content a lot, depending on the harvests it comes from. And so I learned that the hard way. The first time I really put our cream blushes into production, we had been working on the formulation for, I think, uh, probably a year. Wow. And, and, you know, hitting that sweet spot that is the silicone slip that we had gotten used to in conventional products. Silicone is this magical ingredient that you can pop into anything. And then it has that perfect slip, whether it's, you know, been sitting in a cold mm -hmm. environment overnight, a little bit warmer, it'll always have that perfect slip that's never too oily or, or sort of too dry. Mm -hmm. um, and we had found a way of, of replicating that. But once I put these three colors into production, my first production ever, uh, and I got the production samples, they were much different than the ones I had sampled. And that's when I realized, you know, what it's like to work in naturals. Because the shea butter came from a different harvest. Mm -hmm. It had a lower fat content. And obviously that has a huge impact on the final product. So all of a sudden it was way too dry. Oh, wow. So, so really that just means, you know, this is the closest you'll get to a handmade piece because it's a lot of handholding, mm -hmm. making sure that every time you run a color, it has to stay the same as the original. And so yeah. that's a, a different experience than working in synthetics altogether. Yeah. Has production been any better for you in the past few years now that, you know, the makeup industry has been embracing more of a clean and green and sustainable type of ethos for their brands? Because I know back in the day, it could probably be harder to, de to develop these kinds of products. Yeah. You know, I think uh, in many ways, we are actually using the exact same ingredients mm. that we have since the inception of the brand. Um, because CareWise is certified organic. So that really limits in many ways the, uh, the type of ingredients that we can use. Uh, it has to have a high volume of certified organic raw materials. And, and that really hasn't changed, you know, from 2010 when we launched up until recently. Uh, you know, for me, the certified organic piece is not one I set out to do originally. I really wanted to have a product that was 100% natural. That was my goal, natural to the point where you can eat it. You know, like that was, wow. we see if we can do that. Can we try that? And, you know, I found these incredible manufacturers in Italy that we work with to this day. And it just turned out that because they had been in the business for quite a long time, they had some great relationships with suppliers around the world that, you know, had organic farms. So instead of it only being natural, it actually was able uh, for us, you know, to turn into a certified organic brand. And that just, for me, what is, it, what is the difference? You know, a lot of times we'll get questions around that. Mm -hmm. It's similar to, you know, eating an apple that's conventional, one that's been sprayed, that's great. Mm -hmm. uh, but eating one that hasn't, for me, is even better. It it's, it's really speaks to the life force, the potency, the active 
you know, nest to, to the raw material. So it's about purity. And, um, and so I, it's a long winded way of answering your question, but in essence, it's the same, you know, for us to source raw um, organic materials. The only difference is because the demand is higher, there's more suppliers out there also in mm -hmm. organic. Oh yeah, that's amazing. And that's good to know, at least now there's more available resources for you and for other beauty brands. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know that CureWise was created 10 years ago. How do you stay ahead of the game when the industry is really, I mean, I think I could say that it's saturated with quote unquote, many clean and clean and green and sustainable beauty brands. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it, it's very interesting to see, and I think very encouraging to see that it's not just a small niche anymore, that it's becoming more of a norm, you know, to have customers that require and demand cleaner products. Um, I think we kind of stay true to who we are because the certified organic is still different in my point of view from clean. Clean is, is, is not something that you can actually call a, a category. It's more a concept. It's more taking out X, Y, and C of a formulation. Uh, whereas with certified organic, you actually get a seal. You have to meet certain expectations and then you actually get that stamp of approval. And so I think, you know, for, for me and for the team, what we just keep on emphasizing is, well, in, in clean, as an example, you know, you can still, as I said, use some synthetics, you can maybe use some organic ingredients, but it could only be 5%. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, in our case, it has to be uh, a much, much larger percent, 95% of the origin of what goes into our products that are plant-based has to come from organic farming. So, so that's, those are the things that we keep talking about because uh, it's really a hybrid product. It's really mm. just much skincare, even though you bought it for the color payoff, the foundation, you know, the, the blush, the lipstick, whatever it might be. You have a true hybrid product that will show the benefits on the skin over time, even though that wasn't your entry into it, if that makes sense. You know, so, um, so there's some differences there, but I just feel overall encouraged with the beauty space changing uh, in that direction. Yeah, I love that you mentioned that applying your products can actually improve your skin over time. I did see in um, your Instagram that there was a post where, you know, your product is something that you would want to wear day and night indoors or outdoors because you would not feel worried that it, you know, could, you know, just clog your pores or even just irritate your skin. Because gone are the days that, you know, I think before like wash off, you know, you should make sure that you to wash off your face right away yeah. when wearing makeup because yeah. it's bad for you, right? So I love that, you know, your brand is actually treating skin and is actual doubles as a skincare. Yeah. yeah, it really does. I mean, I obviously think that um, you should cleanse your face at night. Yes. But mm -hmm. overall, 
you know, you, you don't have to worry about that it's going to clog mm-hmm. your skin, you know. And a lot mm-hmm. of times, a couple of examples I can give you is I will always go to bed. Twice a week, I will smudge my eyes with like a black pencil in and out around the lashes. Oh. And then I just wipe it off gently. And so the next day when I wake up, not with red eyes or irritated eyes, but then I have this look that I like that is kind of slept in. You know, yeah, it doesn't look like makeup that I just recently applied. Yeah, yeah. And I like that look. Yeah. I know. Um, and that's actually a tip that I give a lot of times, you know, to brides. You know, mm-hmm. if you have a bride that doesn't typically wear makeup um, in her in her day to day, she still feels like she just wants that little bit extra because at the end of the day, it is her wedding day. Mm-hmm. That's always, you know, a great tip. Um, pop that on overnight, sleep in it, and they'll just give you that little extra pop to the eye. But it's also really just to explain that this expectation of your eyes are going to be red and runny, that just won't happen. Yeah, yeah I love that. These tests with a dermatologist in the UK that ran a test over a week of a woman wearing our foundation for 24 hours. She only cleansed it in the morning and then she wore it, she slept in it. They took uh, photographs of her skin before she started this whole process and then seven days into it. And you would be surprised that the skin actually looks better after seven days of wearing it 24 seven. Wow. That's very encouraging. It's just the ingredients are so lovely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, because I sometimes, you know, I think it's we're hardwired into thinking that makeup does irritate the skin, like what you said from your experience. And that's what actually catapulted you in creating CureWise is because your models, um, you know, were always complaining about irritated skin. And I think it's still embedded in our brains that, you know, every makeup will irritate our skin. So we need to wash it off and make sure to cleanse right away when we can. But yeah. you know, I love this. I'm actually excited because, you know, sometimes it's like, especially maybe for those that have partied and then, but sometimes, you know, it's not, it's not a bad thing, but you know, you might just fall asleep with your makeup on. Right. So at no. least they have that assurance that it's they're not going to break out <laughs> I, know. I know that <laughs> happened for everybody and uh, <laughs> but it is nice to your point just having that extra uh, knowledge in your pocket that it's not going to damage your skin if you do it you know so. mm-hmm. yeah I'm excited about your certified organic launch and CureWise is it came out with their first ever certified organic volumizing mascara can you talk more about this yeah, I'm just going to show it to you so you can actually mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a launch that we are super excited about. It comes in this red casing and it's a true volumizing mascara. Um, it's not the first mascara we have. We do have currently two other mascaras, but they have less volume. One is like a natural volume mm-hmm. and the other one is more the lengthening um, performance. But as with any, any makeup brand, I think uh, you have to have red lipsticks and you also have to have a true volumizing mascara. The only you know, challenge with this one is that we only use natural ingredients. This is certified organic as well. And so we call it the impossible mascara because in essence, we feel like it was 
setting out on an impossible journey, being able to nail that with the expectations of having the performance that you know we all have uh, grown used to um, from from much bigger conventional brands, and you should mm-hmm. expect that. You know, if you mm-hmm. claim that you're going to have a true volumizing, it has to do the job, and it does. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's just very exciting. You know, uh, it it also sort of ties into our philosophy on sustainability, and it has a unique brush. I hope you'll really enjoy using this. It's it's sort of Ooh. rounded, like yeah. football on one side. It's easy to build a lot of volume from the base and up. Yeah. And the brush is 100% recycled nylon. You know, it's refillable like the rest of the line so that once you're oh, done, yeah. it, you know, you can buy a new insert. And this is made from 50% PCR plastic. Uh, but you don't have to compromise on the beautiful look. Um, it's yeah. in this red packaging that is a, an, an aluminum and that can be recycled over and over again. We've actually done a lot of testing. You can fill this a hundred times and it won't lose its friction. And so this has been on the way for a long time. So you know when it's it's getting so close to launch, you just are super excited to share it with everybody. Mm-hmm. What are the amazing organic ingredients that are included in this certified organic volumizing mascara? Yeah, so there are uh, two waxes. Um, mm-hmm. They really assist in giving it the sturdiness, the viscosity, the volume. It's a beeswax, it's a certified beeswax and certified organic beeswax and canalba wax. So one is a little mm-hmm. softer, one is a little harder in texture. There's something called acacia gum that comes from the acacia plant, which is very nourishing, but also assists in the viscosity. Um, But it really assists the lashes in not feeling, um, you know, sometimes with a mascara, definitely my experience of of having worked with it in the field for all these years is the lashes can feel really hard and almost brittle. Oh, yes, yes. you know, keep a softness to them. And also when you remove it, it assists in keeping that softness. So it's really also about the health of the lash. Mm-hmm. Then there's the raspberry water in here that gives hydration to the lash. Mm-hmm. And, um, and there's sunflower seed oil. Again, really, you know, high on nourishment for the lashes. Yeah. So again, that's sort of taking care of your lashes while giving you the performance that you should expect. And we've done some you know beautiful customer uh, testing and uh, and it's just so overly positive you know um, just 82 percent you know feel that it performs better or on par with their favorite mascara so stuff like that is is wonderful to know you know yeah I'm excited to try this and also is it um, waterproof no it, it is not waterproof and that's I would say is one of the toughest things to do when you work in organic because that requires a a synthetic we are Mm -hmm. you know adamant about that we want to find a way of creating something waterproof that can be done with a natural formulation only but um that is that's still a work in progress yeah no but i would always pick the health and nourishment of my latches over waterproof (laughs) so too you know um i think you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's really, um, 
taking care of your lashes. I think it's safe to say that no woman is interested in losing any lashes, right? So, right. so really making sure that it has that hybrid performance while at the same time, it, it's easy to build. You know, I had, you know, actually, you know, when be, being in the field as a makeup artist and it's been, I haven't been out, you know, like professionally working full time for probably four to five years now. Mm-hmm. So, but, but back then I felt, you know, a lot of the mascaras would put on too much product too fast. So they looked gooey. And yeah. so, you know, having, you know, worked on the formulation for a long time, so you could really build it. So it, it still looks like, your lashes but just really volumized mm-hmm. so i yeah. hope you love it I, I really yeah love it. i'd also experience um a lot of products will be deposited in my lashes and it will be clumpy like the lash will start sticking together so now the natural um fluff or fan of my lashes are gone because mm-hmm. because of you know the the product itself has i guess clumped up together all of my lashes yes yeah, I think that's very, that's exactly it. That's exactly my experience. And so much of that lies in the brush. Mm-hmm. I think it certainly lies in, in the formulation itself, but also mm-hmm. in the brush. You know, something that we spend a lot of time on, just like engineering craziness, is that yeah. too much product can come out yes. at a time. Because, you know, if you pull out too much, you have to start scooping it mm-hmm. off. And then you get that built up. And um, this is a wet area. That you apply to every day so you really want to be mindful of the bacteria buildup. Um, oh yeah um, so so all these little things just add up to why sometimes it, it takes a long time to to get a product together but yeah you, you want to make sure you've thought about everything yeah has there been one line of yours or specific product that you've had difficulties in developing because of the certified organic um, property that you had to make sure that you had or because of just you know a certain ingredient that was hard to source yeah i i would say the the mascara has been a hard one uh to to perfect to the standards that you know has to be in place it has to perform and and that has to do and mascara specifically because you know to get the the stability the longevity so it doesn't end up on your cheeks um, you know just took a lot of um, back up on the horse moment you know back to the drawing board you know perfecting it until it truly stays put and this one does and and also our other mascaras you know like we typically pride ourselves in saying that they will actually stand a hot yoga test you know oh, so yeah. but yeah so it's possible but you really have to find and work with a great partner somebody who is as passionate about what you do uh, as you do yourself in and i'm not a formulator you know but mm. i have a just a huge affinity for uh, natural ingredients and 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 read up about it and now have been working with it for so many years but working with somebody who really understands uh, longevity shelf life etc you know is a must uh, unless that is is an education of yours in the first place yeah no I love that so here at hello beauty we have a philosophy and it's say hello to the beauty in you what advice can you give to those who are trying to discover their beauty within? Oh, that's is one of my favorite topics. 
Um, so what I would say first and foremost, it's not just a saying, it's not just, you know, it's, it's kind of easy to say that beauty starts on the inside, et cetera, et cetera, but it does. It truly starts on the inside. Cultivating um, beauty is, is something that I would say starts from your heart. You know, like this is, um, I think, you know, having had so many beautiful women sit in my chair and, and I have been only experiencing a couple of times, you know, where somebody sits in the chair and they're not their best self. They're not in a good place. And believe me, we, we all have an Achilles heel that we work on through life that is our, you know, struggle. But what I mean by that is you have something, somebody truly, you know, physically beautiful, but they're struggling and they probably don't um, treat you the best way. Outside beauty, you know, fades immediately in that sense. You know, I think kindness, a kind heart, um, somebody who, you know, wants to make a difference in somebody's life, you know, some, all of that um, giving, um, you know, and, and being present when you speak to somebody, all of these things are things that embody beauty on the on the inside and I think at the end of the day you know what what do you want to be remembered for you want to be remembered for how you hopefully and potentially made a difference in someone's life you know so so beauty as an inside job is real it is absolutely real in addition to that I would also say beauty you know, because I get a lot of questions and I'm sure you do the same, you know, what should I do to my skin? Like, what should I apply? Like which lotions and what do you use? And certainly there's a lot to be said for that, but I personally feel you really start showing what goes on on your skin inside and out. So that ties into the way you eat, you know, that the amount of rest that you get, the thoughts that you have, uh, that will all show itself on your face um, and and then what you know uh, what a makeup line will do and skincare like it's truly the icing on the cake mm -hmm. and it's a beautiful icing on the cake but uh, understanding you know and kind of reverse it a little bit as a it starts in here and projects outside and then you know you just get to have fun and enhance um, that's really um, that, that really is, you know, how I look at beauty. Um, so, so yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah. Those are such great reminders. And I know that especially working in the beauty industry, we yeah. forget that and we get so caught up with whatever we see online or the beautiful models and magazine pages. So it's a good reminder that coming from you, someone who really works in the beauty industry that yes, we can have all these great, amazing products, but inner beauty, it may sound cliche, but it really is the way to go and do you. And as long as, you know, there's that inner work, uh, constant inner work going, I think you will find yeah, your true beauty will really shine through. It will. It mm -hmm. absolutely will. It transcends. Mm -hmm. it, it's an energy, you know, and sometimes it can be hard to pinpoint why it was in a certain person that you like being in their presence. Yeah. But, you know, it's but it's real. It's, it's truly real. So, um, so I think it's, it's honestly the most important message to get across. And, um, 
And then, as I said, everything that we do, you and I, mm -hmm. is wonderful to assist somebody in feeling even better about themselves. You know, I'm sure, you know, that you feel the same when you have somebody sitting in the chair that potentially is not used to wearing makeup. It's, they get a little intimidated by it. I don't really know. I, I feel, you know, how I went into becoming a makeup artist and how, what drove me to it in the first place, which was the creative, the doing crazy looks and, and that whole sort of creative aspect has slightly changed over the years. Now, what I really see is, is my, as my true sort of, light um that the, what, what brings me joy you know and hopefully where i make a difference is to teach somebody that doesn't necessarily feel great about their eyebrows or their lips or their mm -hmm. skin and teach them these little tips and tricks and from being intimidated to sit in the chair they jump out of the chair and mm -hmm. you feel like you've taught them a couple of things that they can take with them and and that's hugely gratifying yeah i love that i want to know what kirsten herself uses for makeup hair care and skincare morning to night quickly include products because as a professional my audience always are hungry for all these products that professionals like you use on themselves <laughs> yes um, so I use a variety of products. I do use a lot of our own, you know, because we have tiptoed into skincare. But I use, you know, a simple routine, you know, like I I brought this one up here because I love this from Tata. You know, oh, she yes. has this exfoliating cleanser. Um, and so I love a mild cleanse. I am a firm believer in that products have to have efficacy but I don't like them to be too strong you know like I'd rather see a slow build of performance it's kind of like fast food versus slow food mm -hmm. you will see the performance but you also see the 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 what can I say the joy of your skin mm -hmm. that it, it doesn't mm -hmm. have redness and maybe some dry patches because you went a little too harsh and, and overboard but I start in the morning by cleansing my skin, either with her cleanser or our own. Um, then I put on our beautiful oil. And in the morning, I use that as my moisturizer. Uh, morning and night, I use our eye balm around the eyes. And then typically two to three times a week, I will use a, uh, a mask. Either uh, I use one from Tata Harper or from May Lindstrom. I think they have some beautiful products. And then I have a very minimal makeup routine, you know, like a little bit of foundation. Mm -hmm. I like a little mascara, a blush, and then maybe just a, a tinted, you know, lip product. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be a lip tint or just a pencil that I fill in my lips with on top of a lip balm. And for my hair, I love Wawa's products. Mm, yes. Wawa, you know, they have some beautiful products for sort of coarse and curly hair like mine. It mm -hmm. tames it. And um, so, so they are, they're great for that. And um, for the body, you know, I, I like to use um, uh, some scrubs. It's, it's also 
similar to the to the products I just mentioned, you know. Um, so I I sort of live in the natural space, you know, with mm. the brands that I use. I love it. Yeah. What is something exciting in store for you and or Curwise? Oh, so much. Um, you know, so first off, the mascara launch, you know, is mm-hmm. really exciting for us. Um, and, you know, we have been able to build out the team, you know, fairly recently, uh, you know, I took on a round of, of finance, you know, to to really grow the brand, you know, into the hands of all these women that we feel deserve our products in their hands around the world, you know? So, so it's a combination of uh, expanding the team, you know, having um, some, some great, um, I would say senior leadership around the team. We took on a new CEO. I stepped aside as CEO. Uh, and, and we have a, an incredible CEO on board called Jillian Gorman round. So, you know, really, Going, I would say, from being more of a niche brand, a a growing brand, but still in the niche format, wanting to take a much bigger leap into, um, you know, much more visibility on the brand. And and as I said, you know, distribution, et cetera, and then keep adding new product development to the brand that really feels holistic and thoughtful and sort of in our DNA, you know, like that's one of the things that I love to work on uh, with the team as well is what do we need? What, what is still a white space when we look at our display? You know, what makes sense? What is purposeful? Um, and then I would say last but not least, you know, keep working on our sustainability initiatives. You know, so much is happening in that space since I launched uh, 10, 11 years ago, you know, because there's a bigger demand. So mm-hmm. there's more material surfacing that has a, a sustainable footprint. So it's fun, you know, and, and to, to kind of keep having an eye on that and, and stay on top of what, what I like to call continuous improvement. You know, like one example is um, we, Oh, yeah. Launched the line, you know, in the silver compact. And this has been sort of the, the key compacts for many years. But then we added an uh, addition to that so that now you have two choices. You can pick this, which is created in a red paper material that is recyclable. It's actually fully compostable if you have a compost. Oh, no. Or you can pick this. And yeah. this is an iconic case that you keep forever. Um, so, you know, having fun with seeing how we can keep improving ourselves uh, on that front as well. No, I love that. So if my audience wants to keep up with all these new amazing updates with CareWise, where can they find you online? So they can find us at carewise.com and then a variety of our uh, partners, you know, from Credo to Net-A-Porte to Nordstrom to the detox market, um, to Violet Gray. Um, there, there's really a lot of uh, amazing stores and, and partners out there. And then uh, of course our own kiawise.com. I love it. Thank you so much, Kirsten, for your time. I had so much fun learning more about CureWise, but I've already knew a bunch of this because as I've said, as a makeup artist, I've already been using this from its inception. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for 
the invite to chat to you. Thank you for your support. And, um, and I, I truly appreciate it. It was lovely speaking with you.